I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Welcome to the Bosspreneur Podcast, Becoming More. I'm your host, Becky A. Davis. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want to make a bigger impact with your product, your service, or your message. So each week, I'll pull the curtain back and go inside and share about money, mindset, and marketing ideas and strategies to help you become more. So let's jump in. Today's episode is called, If You Don't Vote, You Don't Exist. Now, today is Monday, the 7th. Tomorrow is Tuesday, the 8th, November the 8th. And it is voter day. It is a day when we will come out and go to the polls and make our voices heard through the vote. Um, Last week, I was in D.C. and I attended the D.C. Dems Kennedy King Dinner. It's a Democratic dinner. I think it was one of the Kennedy's daughters that spoke and it's the Kennedy King dinner and Muriel Bowser of D.C. spoke so eloquently, really encouraging everyone uh, to not only vote because that room was a room of voters, but to bring people with them to the polls. Uh, It was it was a really great event. I met a lot of candidates introduced to a lot of candidates that were there um, really speaking on behalf of what they stood for and what they wanted to change uh, in government. And so, you know, I really decided to get more involved in politics and in government. I I would go and vote, but that would be the gist of what I did. But once Trump was nominated, that changed everything for me. It just shifted my thinking to say, you know, if this man can get in office, like you got to do more. And so I started getting more involved. I was involved in Stacey Abrams campaign and uh, supporting and showing up at some of the events to help volunteer to try to do my part to help get her elected because she was a candidate that I wanted. And so I wanted to do more. And so last week, last Monday, I went and I cast my vote. I went and made my voice heard. So because I voted, I exist. And the reason why I titled this podcast, If You Don't Vote, You Don't Exist, that's exactly how the politicians see it, is that the people that don't vote, they don't exist. So they are not focusing or doing anything to help the people that they believe do not exist. So people who live in trailer parks, they're not going out to trailer parks trying to get those people to to cast a vote because they have already, it has already been shown that they don't cast vote. They're not going out into these uh, suburbs where you see a lot of African-Americans who are impoverished or you don't see them going out to some of the projects uh, to get those people to vote because they don't believe those people exist. They believe that's not going to affect us one way or another because politicians know the people that are voting and that is what becomes really important to them. The reason how you know this is there was a time when I think it was in 1986 when Social Security became a part of the conversation on the ticket and at that time the U.S. Senate and the Democrats and the Republicans they were all fighting about uh, Social Security and um, Bob Dole sought to reduce the deficit, which was to cut Social Security to reduce the deficit. 
But when the people who vote are people who get Social Security or who's getting ready to get Social Security, those people went out to the polls and said, oh, no, we're not voting for uh, them because they're talking about cutting Social Security. The voice was so loud that since then, when Social Security comes up, you see politicians really trying to, uh, uh, you know how they do. They'll give you an answer without an answer. Well, they do that around Social Security because they know people who are of Social Security age and people who are getting close to Social Security age vote. So because they vote, there is power in it. And the politicians are then trying to navigate how to not not upset this demographic of voters who are going to go out and vote at the polls. So they know who is going who are the people that are going to vote. We have to become consistent voters. And when I say we, I'm talking about African-American men and women have to vote Um, in the Clinton. When Clinton ran, 70 percent of white people voted, 59 percent of black people voted, 51 percent of Hispanics voted. But then there was a big shift with Obama. And there was a big shift with Obama because 66 percent of black people voted and 64 percent of white people voted. It was the one race where there were more African-Americans that voted. Our voice was heard. And because our voice was heard, people started to, to listen. And then there were more things that are brought to the table. And we have to do more of that because the goal is to silence all of our voices. If you do not vote, you do not exist. That is how politicians see it. That is how the government sees it is. They're listening by your vote. So you have to get out tomorrow. If you have not early voted, you need to get out and cast your vote. If you want to make your uh, your issues a higher priority to politicians, make sure you And a large number of people who support you and your issues make up a sizable portion of the politicians voting base. If you do that, you can be heard and we need to be heard. I encourage every last one of you to go and vote and be seen and be heard. If you do that, I promise you it's not going to help just you to become more. It's going to help our world to become more. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Bosspreneur, B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R, and you'll learn more about the Bosspreneur Business Circle. I share training, workshops, speaking engagements, plus I'll share with you some videos and information to help you become more. You can go to the Bosspreneur Business Circle.com. That's B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. BusinessCircle.com or BeckyADavis.com.